Hello, and welcome to Season 11, Episode 7 of the Euphoria Podcast. I'm Dracos, joined as always by Cage Rule Revable on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and SoundCloud. And we're joined today, once again, for the second time this season by members of SK. Never happened before. <laughs> yeah, actually, uh, which is crazy, but it's well-earned if you saw the previous weekends, but we are joined by none other than Exekick and Marcoon. Um, welcome, gentlemen. Thank you, thank you. Hello. Good to have you. How was your How was your off day, or did you get an off day? We're moments away from the end of the season, so I understand if you guys skipped. But like, what have you guys What have you guys been up to? Victorious, uh, you made top four. Did you celebrate? Yeah, I went. I went out, and then my off day was spent being hangover and recovering. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> I mean, with this new schedule, I think it's uh, good to relax, or that's at least that's what I tell myself, mm, right? Yeah. <laughs> I actually didn't play league the whole day. Just went shopping. Sick. Did you buy anything sweet? Are you a clothes guy? Do you like uh, fancy clothes? Right no, now, you're uh, in Jersey, so we can't tell I mean, what you normally wear. Not really. I mean, depends, but I already have everything, so I just buy plushies. You, you just buy, buy plushies. plushies? And like random things yeah. from an uh, anime store. Damn. Nice. Wait. Are you a... Yeah. You're a big anime guy? You, you're yeah. a big anime yeah. guy? Yeah. Yeah. You're the yeah. yeah. I'm a weeb. Oh, shit. It's nice. Well, we had a whole ass section of the previous episode to talk about anime, but that's sick that you like anime. Are you my hero fan? My Hero Academia? Yeah. I didn't watch actually. I watch. I am reading One Piece every week, every Ooh. Friday. Well, I, mean, I watch all the main. All right. Well, if Hansama leaves to NA, G2 are going to be trying to poach you very quickly yeah. because Mickey loves One Piece. But oh. aside from anime, no, I'm not. You stay. Please. Actually, you didn't know how we talk. Really <laughs> about, you can talk to me message G2 real quick. No, no, I'm not going to be. Uh-uh. There's enough poaching allegations flying around anyway. Um, but obviously, you guys have had a fantastic um, season thus far. You finished third in the regular season, six and three. You went two one in series to get to playoffs. All your series were two zeros, so four two, not bad. Your top four, that's crazy. Because when we looked at this roster, Phil, if you want to throw up the embarrassing tier list graphic again, just to remind people how insane the split has been, we didn't have high expectations, boys. Um, yep, very disappointing. Yeah, we weren't we weren't sold. Did you guys think you were a top four team before the split started? I think during the bootcamp, yeah. yeah. I mean, before I was still a bit unsure how people are going to adjust because the rookies, right? But uh, I think after like first two weeks of bootcamp, <coughs> I was pretty sure we could make mm. top four at least. Were you worried about the experience? Like, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, you, you never looking... know how people react, right? The more yeah. pressure, so. Yeah. So yeah. Why, why did, <clears throat> and I'm sure you both have your own story for this, but why did you guys choose to go to SK? Because I think that no shade to the org, the org is super professional, but in terms of, track record for success in my experience players are always going to go towards orgs that are more successful so like why why sk for both of you because you were a promising young talent and as far as i could understand there were a lot of teams interested in bringing you in and similarly for you mark and you had a good year on excel excel's best year so i assume you guys had options why why did you pick sk like what is it that brought you both to sk in the end what motivated you to join the team and whichever one of you wants to start can start you want to start uh sure i mean for me uh, I mean, I, I had a few options. I didn't have too many options in the in the off season, and then I knew that coaching staff already from when I worked in BTXL, and uh, I really I really liked the way uh, Swiffer coached. So for me, SK had like a big plus in my mind that yeah. I knew that coaching staff was going to be good. And mm. for me, it's very hard to judge coaches, right? So I didn't really want to go into a completely new coaching staff that I wasn't sure how they're going to work and if it's going to be nice. So just because I knew Swiffer. SK was already pretty high up in my mind, and I knew that they were gonna rebuild like most of their roster. So yeah, it sounded pretty good for you. For me, it was when I looked at the players. I wanted players that want to win. Yeah, and like that, 
didn't get like a um, big ego that I could like give feedbacks and stuff. Yeah. And also, so I, when I looked at uh, Celsius, you know, he's like playing 20 solo queues a day. Mark was do, uh, had a great year in Excel and uh, he was still young, kind of. Kind of. Kind of. And like, it's kind of uh, old, but you know, like, old, 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 and Joel was considered as the one of the best ops in, in LEC mm -hmm. when he was in Misfits. And I had to I had the, the choice for my support. Yep. And I wanted to play with those. And the other orgs were kinda mm. you know, they already had yeah. either soup locked or not liking those too much because of a solo queue, right? And then I looked at the office and it was really the office nice. was nice. Wait, yeah. the office sold you? Yeah, I mean, I mean, not not <laughs> only the office, but like but he's like, like, look, man, if any other team had shown me an office this nice, like I would have been there in a heartbeat. I mean, there was Jim in the in the office. There was Chef. Uh, I think the um, uh, this how do you say like the apartments? Yeah, uh, yeah, was very nice. Uh, the only thing was like I was like ah oh, shuttle. I have to go wake up uh, at this hour. I was like ah, but then it was fine. And obviously, I was uh, it was my most paid offer as well oh sick. so i was like yeah, there is everything and i think uh everyone was just very good at what they are doing yeah here. and so, i think from my perspective the facilities thing is cool and obviously that matters because you guys this is like where you're going to spend the vast majority of your time but it's cool to hear like the things that you the other things that you value about like playing with players who are very clearly grinders playing with players who aren't going to have those egos probably where you can contribute the most and i mean it's worked out super well what do you feel like the biggest differences are in environments for both of you because you came from like lfl i assume gaming house i don't really know uh, it like, was the same office and apartment office and apartment okay yeah. i remember when i was in ldlc in like 2018 they had like you were was gaming house before but then yeah. they, they did uh office apartment oh no, okay nice, nice. okay they swapped yeah it's it good nice. and then for you mark what's well, like the biggest transition from the excel environment mm -hmm. which had a lot of more stuff you were kind of you were kind of the baby I, on excel yeah, i mean i actually think it's kind of similar in terms of uh social i think in Excel, we also really liked each other. I think we vibed well. And that's also what I noticed in this team, that everyone actually likes each other and is all friends. In uh, differences, I mean, I think in Excel, we stayed a bit longer with each other and we did yeah. a little bit more. Like I was watching a lot of anime with Mickey and Finn and we did more stuff together, I would say. Yeah. But still, I think the vibes are, are good. That don't I, you, okay. I don't really mind it. Didn't you guys all live in the same like apartment building though? Couldn't you all in yeah, theory still hang out? But and watch it's anime? like it's like different rooms, and sometimes we do. Yeah. We have like a little lounge area that we sometimes we watch like LEC games in, but yeah, not too much. I remember I visited the Exiles a few times. So I was doing content, and I walk into the game room with all the PCs, and they're all there just playing like Hearthstone, all next to each other. These PCs just like back to back in these massive Hearthstone games against each other. <laughs> yeah. So they were playing like loads of games together and like hanging out. And I think in like an open space, it's easier to like interact rather than, you know. It's kind of no pressure. Just sounds apartment. chill. It's yeah, much yeah. less formal than, hey, bro, do you want to hang out? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what I really liked. It's like everyone just wanted to stay off the scrimps and vibe in the gaming yeah. room. And I mean, now no shade, but like people like to have a little bit more alone time, which is like fine. But my preference is like when the team stays together yeah. a bit more. It sounds like you guys are finding a pretty good balance and yeah. you're showing it, it's looking good thus far. And I'm glad to hear the facilities are to your liking, Mr. Exekick. I mean, got there is massage the seats, so. Oh, no, that's uh, what salt is, <laughs> man. I mean, actually, man, actually, it was that. Like just it. real quick, did your manager pay you <laughs> before you came on the podcast to just list... <laughs> 
Is there a recruiting effort? This is Are you guys edge. joining a new esport that they need people no. to know about? Like, are you buying a Valorant team or something that they're just trying to like advertise for? But no. not really. It's it's cool that you like it so much. I guess the the big thing for me is, Markun, you were more of a known quality. Like, we saw what you could do on Excel. It was easy to kind of imagine how you would fit in. I think anytime a player comes up from the LFL, it's hard to know how how you're going to work. And like you and Doss obviously had history together and were pretty successful in the LFL. But yeah, but it was not the same. Like yeah. I think. We were not, it was not the same kind of success. Yeah. We were kind of um, lead, uh, led by Eka in uh, LDSC. Yep. Yep. It was kind of like, uh, carrying the comms and stuff. And here in uh, SK, we had the chance with our coaching staff to actually get like um, an opinion mm-hmm. on how we want to play. And uh, I, I was able to short call like kind of the waves, like how I want to play the game. And I think it's like different kind of success then because it was not the same way of playing. Yeah. In LDSC, I was more like, not talking and just listening yeah. and just doing my things. And now yeah. I'm actually like not leading the team, but I think it's like mostly like uh, uh, Mark and Dos and Sertus in mid game, but yeah. I'm actually having like opinions and like, you get to contribute. Yeah. yeah. I think uh, Eka actually, just small tangent, I think that guy's actually really good. He got a bit done dirty by like an NA stint, but in ERLs, yeah. he's always pretty top tier in his teams and when I played with him as well he was like really vocal and it's so easy yeah. to just turn I, your brain off when yeah, someone's so yeah but this guy is like 1v9 like outside of the rift <laughs> as well like he's so nice yeah it's it's <laughs> actually like it's that's why the mood was so insane in LDLC because mm-hmm. just AK is like super nice and I think that's what I tried to bring in SK yeah with DOS because I knew how we behave with each other with each other and just I'm just trolling around Perma with DOS in the office in drafts <laughs> Like you can hear in the voice comes, I guess, uh, on stage, we are just trolling in draft perma. And what I do think, you mean? <laughs> I mean, just like, you know? Yeah, we're lucky to have Swiffer and that they can handle it. <laughs> a little bit bad for him sometimes. Trying his hardest not to, fuck, not to uh, screw up the draft. <laughs> like, you're, you're like, They're if, saying some crazy picks and you're like, guys, just chill. No, 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 not like that, but just making jokes, perma. Uh, okay. And it just makes the mood so light, I guess. Yeah. And yeah. I think yeah. that's what the uh, most important in a team. Because if it's like, too strict, I think yeah. there is too much pressure. True, especially you know when you look at orgs, especially that have a lot of expectations too. Because I think word. The, that's why I, I joined this case well. yeah. Expectations. There is no expectation. There was no, there was less expectations than other teams. I was mm. not pressured. I was actually when I came into the split, I was like, ah, top seven, top eight would be nice, and then here you are, top four. Top four. Yeah, I guess for me, when did you like? You guys were, again, solid in Alpha. When did you win? Makun just looked at him like... Sus, top seven, top eight. That was a bit I, know, really I was not I mean, that good. Again, as far as I can tell, you were also skeptical until these first few weeks of scrims, yeah, and that's what like, I'm trying to understand. Yeah, but I was not fine with a top seven or top eight. I would have been really disappointed if that was my season. Well, then it's good that you are where yeah, you are now. Because that would have been a really awkward conversation when you guys walk off after giving an eliminated top eight. <laughs> and, your, like, and your Andy Carey's like, not bad, guys! <laughs> We're good, good Mark job. Just start crying in his hands. Like, <laughs> yeah. what have I, done? I think we did all right. <laughs> Goal achieved. Um, that's so funny to me. Yeah. Um, but when did you like? It feels to me like you guys got really good, really fast. You and Doss specifically in lane because you were a more aggressive lane. I think all things considered, in LFL. But I did not expect you to two v two kill. Kind of establish and practiced. LEC lanes right off the bat. Like when when slash how were you always this good? Am I sleeping on LFL no. bot lanes? Like 
How did you get good? I mean, you can ask Mark, right? Because yeah. I don't want to be that guy. But just asking <laughs> if I improved. I don't know. Hey, hey, Mark, mean, what was he like in the first uh, <laughs> scrims? I remember G2 scrims at the start of bootcamp were completely unplayable because my bot lane was dead. Level one or two, every single game, it was completely <laughs> unplayable. But I think one big, big attribute that my bot lane has is that they're able to improve very fast. And that together with like uh, my assistant coach, who is very good at I think like bot, uh, bot lane micro, Cost them to improve very, very fast. And yeah, it's, it's been very cool to see, actually. Mm. Yeah. So the coach just like running through bot lanes with you guys constantly. I mean, mm. I, I did not see my assistant coach for like a month. He was just sitting on the right side of me, like <laughs> I mean, behind draft, my bot lane in, the entire day. In draft, <laughs> it's like Swiffer with the top side and uh, David with us on the right side. Yeah. That's so it. Who, is the, who is this guy? Who is your assistant coach? Uh, it's called uh, Owner. <laughs> he was, oh, uh, T1 Jungler. T1 Jungler. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's why you're so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it, got it, got it. Got no, he's like um, Owner. I think he was in Madlands. Yeah, uh, I think he was Madlands Academy. last year. He relegated in Spain. And then, uh, <laughs> and then got LEC. Yeah, Bro. I think... Uh, <laughs> Bro, what? Swiffer, Swiffer SK scouting. has like the weirdest, weirdest stories ever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like your roster makes a lot of sense to me in terms of like, I think people saw Relevant being really good. They saw you were good. Like that all makes sense. You guys were a bit of a wild card for me, but I knew that a lot of people were excited to pick you up. But then like Swiffer from BTXL seemed, would seem like a random pickup to a lot of people. And then... Uh, owner uh, who was relegated on Mad Lions maybe. and he's your assistant coach that's helping you now 2v2 kill maybe. LEC bot lanes maybe Swiffer thought he was signing T1's juggler oh, and then when fair. he arrived he, he was, was too like, embarrassed to no, say and he's then he like, did a good job anyway and he was like you know what you can stay I'll or, or can we, we get the owner the owner at home, <laughs> 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 home. <laughs> I mean it seems like it worked out really well I don't want you to give away um anything too much you know what i mean but can you talk a little bit about what the what the process for improvement was like are there any examples of things that he like really helped you guys focus on were you just uh, inting before like I'm, i just want to understand without again without giving away too many things what, I mean, what did he help what did he teach you, you examples? the basics like how do you use your spells like everything the timings you just watch the, the waves yeah you know like it's just the basics of the game that have always been there mm -hmm. but you don't pay attention to it when you play when you are like in erl yeah but actually, you just try to think, you know, and it makes a lot of uh, sense when you like um, reason by waves in league. I, yeah, I feel yeah. like to play, mm -hmm. like everything just falls, uh, not falls apart, but like comes together. Comes together, comes together yeah. 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 Mm. So uh, and every timing, uh, oh my God, uh, eight <coughs> minutes. On the eight minutes, I do this with my wave so I can move to Herald, yeah. you know, just. So every wave has like a meaning, a yeah. meaning behind it, and the play behind it as well. And that's just what we got. Was there like, <clears throat> was there like an epiphany moment? Was there like a big breakthrough moment for you guys where it like all clicked together? Where you were suddenly like, now I see the matrix. Like I understand tempo. how League of Legends works. When I got taught uh, about tempo, everything was just. So I was like, this game is so cool. You actually. don't know this, but this this is like the most cursed word in casting because like. It just got overused for years, but I know what you're saying. But it's just so funny that you're like tempo. Tempo is revealed. <laughs> yeah, because it's such like a. It's such. It doesn't. Re, it doesn't really have a meaning. It's more like no, a. Feeling, it does have. Right? A, it does have a meaning. It like has a clear meaning. The problem is it's had a lot of meanings over the years, so people just mess it up a lot. Yeah, I, I think from my experience, um, it's like a, a feeling. You know, like you feel like you're stronger, or you have that extra pace in the game that you can do something. And so sometimes it's hard to like put into words. But did you learn that from? playing against LEC teams where you're like, yeah, tempo. Like and when you're playing else, tempo didn't exist because yeah, it people just played the game. No, I was not, I felt like I was a complete NPC actually in, in uh, LDLC. <laughs> no, no, I actually use my brain, you know, to wow. play. And when you play against Mad, you play against G2, you feel like you can't play the game because they're always here. 
yeah. and they're always faster. Yeah. And then you try to understand why, because you review what they do, and then you're like, oh, they're so good. Yeah. And when yeah. you you review T1 or DRX from uh, Walls, you're like, those guys are crazy. So it sounds like Markun, you were just kind of like <laughs> sitting there after you were like stint in the LEC. Yeah, it must be so annoying actually. Doing your own thing. <laughs> And I, was, whole, I was vibing at the start of the video. The whole, the whole team around you was just like, <laughs> it's being fixed. Yeah. <laughs> to yeah, a I mean, acceptable level. Well, that's where my favorite coaching stuff comes in. You know, I yeah. knew they were probably going to improve. I know they were good players. Like, if they have a good base level and they're willing to improve, then I think yeah. they can learn. Yeah. I mean, I don't think tempo is that hard. Yeah. If someone else tells you what you need to do, and then you finally, like, it finally clicks a little bit, and then yeah. you understand it. Yeah. It basically comes down to just pressing the B button, to be honest, like, assisting the base. It's, like, it's, not, it's, that, it's that easy. I've known you for a while, and everything you do, you just simplify it, like, this is the reason, you know? Why I mean, do we have really to overcomplicate is. all this crap? You want to go There's... for one extra plate? Go do it, man, but your tempo is not going to be good. Yeah. Well, Daniel. <laughs> is that Surtis? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is he the tempo ruler? Uh, he, he comes into the review, he already knows what my coaching staff is going to talk about, and he says, Simon, Simon, it's really good that I went for this extra plate. Like, it's like picking up 50 euros from the ground. It was that easy. And then he reviews for five minutes about it. And it's like, ah, my bad, I should have based. <laughs> I should have picked it up off the floor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my bad. I mean, to be fair, who resists 50 euros on the ground? True. You but know the what 50 I mean? euros will always be here. You can pick them up later. It's you know? always on the ground. The plates are always here. You can take so, them. But that's why after. it's a, I guess that's why it's a bad metaphor. Because if it was a correct, like someone else would take the 50 euros. It was yeah. 50 euros in real life. The but plate is always there. Yeah. The team kid comes in and just takes it from you. Yeah. <laughs> Mark Hoon just rocks up and just one autos your tower and takes, takes the plate. The plate. <laughs> Good tempo, baby. Absolute. Inter! Um, so you guys had these six Grim Weeks. Suddenly Mark Hoon believes you can be top four. You're still happy with top eight, whatever. I'm not here to ask questions, <laughs> but I mean... I didn't think we would be top eight, but I was like, fine, we stop eight. Yeah. But yeah. I, th I thought we were very good. And when, you know, when I saw the tier list yeah. and I see some teams are so like overrated when who, I see screams. Who was it? You think they were so mm. overrated? You want to put the tier list back up, Phil, one more time for the people? As if we've not I embarrassed mean, ourselves enough? Uh, I don't, I don't want to flame, you know? Yeah, yeah, but no. I, when I saw like Astralis in D, actually, I was disappointed because I think they were in screams. Like the first weeks they were... I mean, we don't scrim. Yeah, so that's why. That's why. That's why. So, yeah, and I knew when I saw Fnatic in A, I was like, oh. And even Koi, <laughs> even <laughs> I think Koi was not. Koi was just not screaming. I think. Uh, yeah, they I had think like they, a, yeah, because I remember Larson said we're not off season. Yeah, something. So and he was of it, very yeah. high rated in my opinion, but they actually improved during the split. Mm. Yeah. But in scrims, they were. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we were like beating them. I would say. Yeah. Then Mad was Mad. Mad is just like trolling. Yeah, yeah. Mad just runs Mad, Mad is just running <laughs> around. <laughs> I wonder if Hillisang joining has just turned their scrims into an absolute like fight fest. It's just... I mean, I don't want people to take this out of context. I think they are good, but in scrims they just run it. They are not the same yeah, team it's, actually. It's annoying. The thing is, I remember back in the day, and I wonder if it's still the case on Hillisang teams, but UOL going to their scrim days, it used to be like, all right, we're reviewing this team fight. And they would talk about a team fight for like yep. 45 I, minutes. I was in those days. I think it's more about Sheepy as well. Sheepy likes team fights. Sheepy is reviewing every micro I heard. <laughs> yeah. Every micro clicks in, in, in team fights. He likes his clicks. In Schalke, we so would scream bad. UOL and it would be they a five-game They would take an block. hour. They would take an hour game between one would games. Finish. It would be an hour, an hour and ten minutes. You yeah. message him like, guys, no one's responding. It was still like this, like, uh, last bit. It was yeah. you And then after two games, you just cancel. Okay, if it's a Sheepy thing, not a Hillisang thing, then maybe that's not the case. But regardless. But, yeah, I think the best teams were definitely Vitality G2, I would And I would say, and then Excel, uh, Fnatic uh, lower, BDS higher, Heretics. I mean, well, just... we, we kind of know now where we went wrong. Yeah. We figured it 
<laughs> I mean, yeah. It would have been good to have you here week one when we were <laughs> making the tier but list. Looking back, putting X Helen Fnatic in D tier would have been like unthinkable. Rough. Yeah, unthinkable. I mean, I think it's on the paper, right? And yeah. I would put yeah. all cells as well in C on the well, on the paper if you just don't. Yeah, because to be fair, after week one. I was feeling pretty good about yeah. C-tier. You guys said you were good in scrims. You said you were ready for top four. What, what happened in week one? Because it was, it was, that first game was bad. The second game was a little bit better, but still pretty rough. Like, what, what, what was going on week one? Because you played on, you got a little bit of stage experience in SKE, so I didn't think it was like a nerves thing, but I'm not sure. What, what, what's the story from your guys' perspective? I'm not even sure at this moment still. Like, I mean, for me personally, I was just playing so bad. I think I just wasn't in the right, right like, mind space or something, but I was just running it down. I think also we put a lot of pressure on ourselves because we we had been winning a lot of scrims, right? So yeah. we really wanted to win as well. So then that combined with us playing bad, it just made like game two as well, like completely unplayable. Yeah. Dang. I mean, game one was just, I think everyone was choking, honestly. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I had caffeine overdose in draft. I wanted to actually uh, throw out. <laughs> Wait, how many, how much caffeine? Wait, what, I got, how did you, what, what? Yeah, I you got three, guess. three espressos before the game and one Red Bull. You Why? Are... What? Really? Yeah. Why? Wait, what? What was the thought brought? You were just like I don't know. I was just... <laughs> so do you normally you normally have like a little bit of caffeine before? I have one Red Bull now. Okay. Okay. Forty five minutes before the game. Okay. Oh, so it's timed. It's locked in now. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, because we talked about it with our performance coach. Yep. That's smurfing as well. He was like, hmm, the three espressos, Red Bull, five minutes. <laughs> and I figure out. Starts. I figure out when I had like. I was hallucinating in my bed the night. <laughs> okay. Okay. You were hallucinating <laughs> in your yeah. bed at the same night. Yeah. Caffeine addiction is a. You gotta be careful. And then I think we had Cassadin <laughs> as well on mid. So when I think this champ is... I mean, was that I, the game I, that no. you had all the caffeine? Yeah. 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 So no, you're like, yeah, like everything's just game. flying in your head, but Cassadin's oh. just sitting there like, You guys were time. so scared that game. You guys did like yeah, nothing that entire game. game. You, yeah, just, you just did yeah, nothing the entire game. Nami was roaming on mid. Lucian Nami was actually crazy this game. Yeah. And I think game two, I was playing about... I mean, the game two early game was nice. Yeah. And then we just... Was that the Kindred game? I think that's the that's oh, the game I died sides. level three top. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> good early game. Yeah, <laughs> just ran top and died. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, yeah, just so, a lucky game. Roughly. So it wasn't like you really had to turn anything around for week two. It was more like you finally got to show what you had been practicing. I mean, for me, I already game three, we turned it around. Yeah, that's I mean, true. I've started before in interviews, but yeah, after game two, we had like a big team talk, kind of like discuss the problems. Why are we all choking, guys? What's going on? Why are yeah. we all so bad? And yeah, I mean, like pressure, routine, this kind of stuff came up. We talked about it, we fixed it. And I think already in game three, we had found solutions that kind of worked for us. Mm. Yeah, I, you said it before, but I, I like mentioned uh, talking to each other and thing. But I think teams still don't do it these days. I mean, I think it's pure coaching stuff. Coaching stuff is good. It will happen if you coach. Just stuff, like it's not look, good enough. Yeah, looking each other in the eyes and just saying what the hell the problem is. Yeah. It's yeah, actually but it's hard. not. It's you need you need a third party to facilitate. Yes, yeah. it's too yeah. hard because you you it's you. How could you not have an emotional attachment to how you feel about the game? Like, yeah. you, this is your entire life. How could you not be mad if you feel like someone is inting you? You need yeah. somebody else to be there between the... For sure, yeah. But I think you need to break down those barriers to fix issues, right? Yeah. But I think that's why I think, for, like, the calling out a coaching staff diff is, is probably fair. Because I don't think you can... It would be really hard for me to imagine a situation where just players are stopping. True. It's really hard for the, players between each other to do that and to get, yeah. like, that actual useful talks. Because it's yeah. very, very loaded, right? Like everyone's running it. Well, down it just feels on. like a fight, and somebody. The only way it works is if someone just concedes. Yeah. Also, you're you're on the same level as well as players. So if you have like a coaching staff that's kind of like above all of this and a bit more outside, it, I think it helps it a lot. Yeah. 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 I think teams need to do it more often, and we talk about it every now and then. It's like you know we've said it so many times that teams that vibe the best are the ones that play the best, right? And yeah. to vibe the best, like holding grudges is 
the number one crutch to teams, I think. And I feel like that's been like the theme of this yeah. season of Euphoria. We've talked a lot about like conflict resolution on teams. Yeah. So you guys have your manager or your, your coach to sit down. I mean, his coaching staff, I think SK. Like, yeah. I mean, we are good players, right? But I think like the coaching staff is probably doing like 60%. I've never personally... Wow, 60%. 60, 60 is big. Like, I mean, okay. You know, I was actually, I was actually like, <laughs> one day I was like thinking if I had a different uh, manager and I think it would be, after day two, it would be actually doomed if my manager had no like... Yeah. Is there anything like to like actually make those talks and make us talk? Yeah. yeah. If he, we didn't have that, it would be it would be doomed. Yeah, I agree. Was it yeah. like one on ones? No, it was everyone. Like we have two couches. Yeah. It was just like when we finish LEC games, we come back to the office or in the catering, we do debrief, and we just had a big debrief about what's wrong, and everyone was just talking. Hmm. Yeah. And but, giving their feedbacks. Yeah, but it's also more like that. We do like team exercises. Like we did one. Like after week two, I think, where it's like you write down on a piece of paper like two things you think so like uh, your teammates do well, and then one negative point, and this kind of stuff to just make people aware of like the yeah. bad habits you have. Hmm. So you can also work on it, and it also relies on the players being like a little bit open-minded, right, and not delusional. Yeah. So like it takes like some criticism. <laughs> not delusional, yeah. I mean, yeah. Having... <laughs> it just sounded like you've had bad experiences in the no, past. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm not wanting to name any names. It just like yeah. relies on people not being delusional. It's like, hmm, oh, hmm, oh, hmm. yeah. Hmm. Someone's just like, oh, then this negative thing about me just starts arguing back. My delusional. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> was it anonymous? This like uh, giving of the notes, or is it like having a name? No, no, no. It's no. just like a full team. Like you just out there and just say it in oh, front of everybody, enough. right? Yeah. Nice. I think that's sweet. That yes. sounds like a really good structure, and I mean, it's paid off. You guys have had uh, a pretty crazy last week. In the LEC, this is the big week for you guys. Obviously, their first best of three against Koi was difficult. We'll see if you get the rematch. But this week, two series. Uh, let's start with what I'm generously going to call a series of League of Legends, which was your series versus Team Heretics. Because oh we cast God. that without you guys in the studio, which sucked. It sucked not to have you there. And again, hearts out to Ruby. Hopefully, he's feeling better and everyone on the Team Heretics side is feeling better. But that was... The most mechanical mistakes I have seen in a series in a long time. What was going on, guys? Like, that was, like, all over the place. I'm happy you got the win, but that was... How do you look back at those games? I mean, after those games, I was so angry. I was, I was not even happy after we won that game. I felt so bad about the way we played. But uh, anyway, 2-0 is a 2-0, so... <laughs> <laughs> on paper, you did great. I mean, I think it's, like, office debuff, kind of. Nah. I mean for me. me for me personally, like I had no side tone when I'm when I'm playing. Yeah. There is no like open space. Yeah. I'm like in my scream area. We don't have the shuttle to the studio that yeah. we have when I usually just put my headset and put myself in the zone. I'm yeah. in the office all day. Mm -hmm. I think everything felt uh, felt off for me. I think we're just playing bad. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, I mean obviously we play bad, <laughs> but then I was trying to think why I'm playing that bad. Yeah. At, especially game two. And I was like, and based on based on what you've said, and maybe this is true for you too, Markun, but I'm seeing it, uh, hearing it a lot from you, especially XKick, is um, you're you sound like a guy who needs routine, yeah. to perform optimally. It's like so 45, broken. you got your 45 minute Red Bull, you've got your trip to the studio, like you need to you need everything together to get in. The it's zone. so broken. I mean, I discovered it like last year. I was yeah. uh, actually it was after um, there was a LFL days, you know, in Nice, mm -hmm. and I just went to Reckless, and I was like, uh, Yo, can I ask you uh, your routine? And then he sent me the whole thing, and I just did it, and then I became good. So wow. I was like, oh, okay, I just do Shout routine out now. Reckless. I the mean, routine. 
it's actually I think it's very nice to put yourself in the right uh, mm-hmm. mindset. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just you have one thing that's gonna be always um, consistent. Yeah, is the routine that you can do before the games. Yeah. Makes sense. Are you and you can r- control it, you know? Yeah. It's actually in your control, so I just do it. I'm, I'm the same way. I like that. Like, I like that a lot. Like, routine definitely for performance on cast is obviously not the same scale as pro play, but, yeah, like, it's the same routine. thing. We have our routine. We have, you know, vocal warm-ups, et cetera, and we always try to be good about that. Like, coffee 30 minutes before. It's same so kind of stuff, you know, because when it's... It is that thing that's in your control to make sure you're in the right headspace. Are you a routine guy, Marcoon? I mean, not this much, but the, I mean, over my career, <laughs> I, I figured out my routine. As why, well. Wait, why are you instantly laughing? What, yeah, because I tear, <laughs> so, I, I tear so much um, on Mark when he's like, and he's like, uh, not sleeping good because I feel like he's trolling. You know, like when no. he comes to scream, he's like, I slept bad. And no, like, it's ah. like because we have a shuttle in the morning. Yeah, and he's not I, a morning I, guy. I can't fall asleep sometimes. Like I just like, I, I like to stay up late. Yeah, but then I also I don't know what my brain is like messed up for so i can't fall asleep sometimes and yeah then i have to still wake up late uh, early for the shuttle to the studio the to the office i mean and then yeah i get a bit grumpy when what I, time I is early but i i do not want to disclose that information <laughs> what time is the shuttle x kick 10 30 or like 10 30 <laughs> did you really just ask him to rat his boy out it's like two brothers mom goes to brother one no, no we didn't do anything no he stole the cookies like bro you can't do them like that. You're just trying to break this I'm team just down. Checking the trust level here. X can go in an instant. Uh, I mean, whatever. Gamer hours are different. Yeah, yeah. I'm not here but to judge. Sucks that you can't sleep though, dude. That's really annoying. Is it because uh, you're playing Champions Q to like two? I don't know. It's just I think in my off season I just have like sleep to like three or four every night. Like yeah. I go to sleep at that, and then my brain is kind of just has that habit, and it's hard yeah. to break. At the same in Excel, I was waking up like a little bit too late, probably for what was yeah. good. So it's I, just, it just feels like it's like wired into my brain at this point. I was. But for like the habits, I mean, I've discovered it over my career, right? I was making the same mistakes. Like I remember playing in Spain and I was like, oh, and you I, came. Could, I, I would chug like a full monster before my game because I thought it would be really good. Mm-hmm. And then at the same thing as extra full caffeine overdose, I was like sitting there, good, my, my hands were shaking. Like, yeah, <laughs> so I, I've made my mistakes in the past and now I kind of know what works for me. <laughs> yeah, it's good. I can't say I've ever been through that phase, but it just sounds like... What are you talking about, bro? This is great. Yeah, no, I know. I've never overdosed on caffeine yet, but it Wait, sounds... Okay, Scary. overdose is such a strong word. Yeah, but you can have too much caffeine over, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, like take too much, I think. Yeah, I used to work before esports. I used to work at this like horrible shoe store called Payless. And the only way I could get to a shift was just chain drinking energy drinks. <laughs> and my manager would just look at me and I would visibly shake. And he's like, do you need to go to the hospital? I'm like, nah, man, I'm great. I'm here to sell some shoes. Look at these kicks. They're cheap and bad, but I have to tell you they're good. Like, yeah, so I feel you. It's, uh, <laughs> there's such a thing as too much. But you were a barista as well. Yeah, the barista times, but that was different because when you start work at four in the morning, you just drink six shots of espresso and that becomes your new normal and you build up a tolerance. And it's six shots of espresso? Yeah, I stopped. That's I left. Nuts. I took a vacation once because I worked coffee shop, right? I took a vacation and I didn't have coffee for two days. That's I had full. full fever symptoms. I thought I was dying. Never do that. Ne- yeah, I was Never like, go to 100, to zero. You need yeah, to... Yeah. <laughs> It's was... so funny because it's just coffee, but it sounds like we're talking wow, about really? like, oh my God, yeah. I didn't realize it was like that. Yep. And Damn. then a friend of mine got me a tea and I was like, all right, I'm better. It's all good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Get easy, a bit of caffeine easy. in you. That's how it Interesting. goes. Interesting. Wow. Um, but focusing in, so Heretic series, no routine, playing from home. It in was bed. sloppy, but you got there. Yeah. Vitality series. They got some leads game one against you guys early game, but you guys just kind of pulled it through. Obviously, you had a pretty standout performance. You had some great moments as well. How did you guys feel about the Vitality series? Because this is where I thought the like dream run would stop 
for you, yep. certainly. I thought this was the point, like, all right, you guys are great. You can make top six. Still a good achievement. Still something to be proud of for a new team. But then you kind of just smashed Game them. two, they, you game slapped Game two, you them slapped them. Uh, game yeah. one was a comeback. Game I, two, you slapped them. I feel like you overhyped game one of it. It was the exact same as RPS Heretics game. We just completely yeah. sprinted it in early. We're like 7K, 7K down. 7K behind. You group mid. Yeah, we figured something out. We two fight a little bit better. And then we win, right? But uh, I mean, I was still not happy after game one. I guess fatality. And then game two, finally. Fourth Fine. game, we win early game. And the game is complete stomp. Feels so good. How do you make these comebacks happen? Like It's you, macro, I think. From from what from no. the outside, it's macro. He gives you this option. You can just slam dunk. Yeah, we're a great I mean, macro team. You're like, nah. They no. are in, uh, to every comeback. I think the enemy team is always yes. like in fault, right? So yeah. you think it's their mistake that allows? I you think to get they back could in. play so much faster. Like they were so much stronger on every roll that they could just take everything in our face, and we could not do anything. I mm. mean, if we had. This like uh, deficit against G2 or even like I would yeah. say like Koi, we would get stomped instantly. It's just that these teams are not good enough to close out games. Mm. And we have like Zeri Lulu Maokai, Zeri Lulu Vai, Zeri Lulu something. It was Zeri Lulu. And now you just team fight better. All right, I'm noticing you're saying one champion a lot there. There's I mean, this we added Zeri champion. Hmm. Hmm. Scaling. Yeah, I'm kind of good. Uh, so you're, you're just broken? you're just kind of sitting there scaling, and eventually you get to a break point because they haven't accelerated the game fast enough, I mean, and you can, just fight mid. We can win three games by falling behind like six to eight k in the early game. Mm. It's like teams are not good enough to close out the lead, and then yeah, Zeri Lulu is just OP in team fights, right? Later yeah, on, that makes sense. Win. So you think yeah, like the top teams are just going to steamroll it if we play like that? Yeah, absolutely. So there's not many teams in Europe that know how to close out games. No. Would you say that your your team is good at closing out games? No. I mean better. Then I would. I yeah. mean, I think our early game is worse than most teams. Yeah. And then our mid game is better, mm. which has caused us to like fall behind early and then win mid game, right? Mm. Is it? But the, I think if we get ahead, we can clean out closely. So is it like the scaling? So obviously the scaling picks, or like having the Zeri, having these strong team fight picks, is what lets you mount the comeback. Is closing it out just that those champions are also just stronger at that point, and it's just like easier to close out the game, or do you guys actually feel like you have pretty solid late game macro? Because it sounds like you're not super proud of it, but like how how good is it? I would say it's just pretty decent i wouldn't say it's perfect but i think we are pretty aware of what we want to do in the mid game yeah i think more aware than other teams and i yeah. also think i think our biggest strength is actually like team fighting i think we're just out team fighting these teams picking like better fights and having better positioning and i think that's what's causing us to little, uh, win a lot of these games yeah what would you just for people at home just a little bit in-game touch when it comes to like closing out games and a team has a lead there's many ways that teams can do it and i think that when a team doesn't they slow the game down they don't really force too many things their only real win condition for a slow team, is like a Dragon Soul, I think, is like the easy way out. Is it come down to like Baron forces, Baron turns, like getting the small wins of like TPs and then yep, overforcing? Yeah. And I think it's waves. When you, sure. when you, on waves, when you shot call what you want to do on this wave, it sounds easier. So you like ping a wave and you're like, okay, yeah. we're going to move into this and yeah. try to hit this tier two. Yeah. And we're all going to group up and look for that. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I think what a team like G2 does, like every like player on that team just pushes their advantage to the max and then yeah. it's completely unplayable. And yeah, they, just, they will just take Nash at some point because your whole map is falling apart and you lose. But against teams like, I mean, Vitality, they weren't pressuring us enough from ahead. And then they just flipped the Nash and we got the Nash and then we made a comeback, right? So Yeah, they were playing too scared. They should have yeah. like kept pushing those yeah, lanes Yeah, you in, can push it a lot keep more getting in my mind. further and further and yeah. further. And obviously there's a, a disadvantage to that in the case that you can overextend and die. Yeah. But knowing that that balance between like life and death is how you make sure the game is done yeah. and dusted. I mean, that's how I think G2 just closes yeah. out every game in yeah, like so 22 good. minutes. Yeah. They yeah. just push every advance to the max and... They don't mess it up. And you think they're the best team in Europe right now? Sure. Yeah. 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 
I mean, we saw like going away from your series and we'll talk about your upcoming series with Mad shortly, but looking at that G2 Koi series from last weekend, it was, so it's, it sounds from like what we were talking about, the G2 and Koi feel like are, are clear top two teams because they're <laughs> the teams that can actually threaten, can actually close the game. But what do you guys feel like was like ultimately the reason that G2 was able to do so, for the most part, so confidently win that series? Is it just like what you're talking about, that they press their advantage so hard? What does that actually like look like in games? Is it that they're always willing to force fights? Are they outmaneuvering you? What are they actually doing in game that makes them so terrifying or that allowed them to be mm-hmm. coy? I think they just have good macro. Well, every laner like knows the li- or like every player knows the limits very well in the mid game, especially. Yeah. So they know which waves they can push and they can like try to, they will try to 1v2 you for some waves that mm-hmm. they know they can they can push that. And then yeah, I mean once people start pushing every lane, you need to fight them somewhere and G2 just picks the right fight at that point and you just lose. That's why X kick I saw you smile. I mean, I think bit. it starts in draft as well. Like actually screaming G2 is so annoying. Because you get yeah. flexed Everyone on... says this, don't they? Like, <laughs> they, they flex everything. Yeah. Cavs comes with a random pick on 4-5 that you never saw on mid lane ever. Like, you know the Zac, yeah. for example? Were you victims they... of the Zac yes. in the early split? <laughs> yes. And, I, and we were like, what are you doing? Man? And, I, and he was not playing a no... I think there was a scream where he didn't play a normal champ against uh, Seratus once. And we just yeah. lost. Yeah, but the problem is that like he picks Zach and then my mid laner doesn't even know what the champ yeah. does, you know? <laughs> and the scrim yeah. is so hard because he's just getting he's getting uh screwed on mid. Yeah. Because yeah, screwed. he just doesn't know what the champ does. And also I mean it starts with draft and then all the players are probably in GVG the best yeah. in Europe. I don't know about yeah, because there is Mark, right? But I don't wanna Yeah. Well, I don't know how thanks. good he became, how he's how he plays <laughs> or how he how he comes in game still, but uh in LDLC he always knew <laughs> what he wanted in game. Yeah, so if, let's say you're going to face G2, let's say, you know, you beat Mad, you beat Core, whatever it is, how do you play against a team like that? You know, you, you think they're winning in draft, you think they're early mid-game's insane, they have these best players, what would you, like, approach? Not to give anything away if you ever do face them, but, like, is it a focus on yourselves kind Try of thing? Try to be better, honestly. Uh, like, you need to first gap them individually, and then gap them as a team, it's just, I think, you have to step up, you know? Yeah, I think if you play the outskill G2 as well, you're just going to suffer a bit. So I think you need to like kind of match them in the early game, and then yeah, we yeah. saw Fnatic do that. Mad, Mad tried to do it uh, in the two zero in their in their series. They tried to draft Zeri, Lulu, and then they just yeah, lost every mid game. There is a champion you should G2. not give them. <laughs> I won't say uh, what champ, but G two. Yeah, interesting. There's a champion you should not give them. Interesting. We'll Wait. save it. Markoon probably has a different Wait, idea. I mean, as well. I don't know. Just <laughs> leak it. It's your opinion. No, I'm kidding. Don't leak it. No, don't uh, leak I'm it. not sure actually. Yeah, no, but they're a tough team, right? Is it Nautilus? Start with a D. Draven. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 of oh yeah, of course. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot about that part of the series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah don't I think that was a mistake. I thought you were about to say some bold, some like really like crazy oh, niche no, no, no. thing. No, like... it's Draven. Yeah, yeah. You, who who would have thought? It's the Draven. I don't yeah. know how they do it, but every time they play Draven, though, enemy team fights them both like level three, four. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's the fanatic, like, the fanatic no game. Yeah, the fanatic game was like, there is no way this should ever happen. And then three more teams over the course of the year came bot and tried to three me through the Draven. champ, honestly. You have, I mean. When there is a three-way stack coming in into you, you have to cover it, you know? And then they just go on the jungler instead of the bot lane. Or they ju- if you are not here, they dive you. Like, there is so much pressure and you know it's like G2. So, you know, you start, you see the stack, you know it's Draven, and then you know it's Hans Hammer, and then you know it's G2. So you are like, I need help, you know? It's like sucks you in. Yeah. It's almost like a magnet. Just yeah, so much it pressure, I feel like. I mean, I think this champ is so OP for that because you can, if you are very good at it, you can shift your pressure to top side and set when they are coming both sides because you have a stack, you know, you can play 
around it so well if you are mm. good at mind games i feel like so that's like a little bit, little bit of smoke and mirror so you're yeah. stacking this massive bot wave your bot lane sweating and then it's the reverse they're actually just going to dive top and they're going to back on that wave yeah and then what's crazy is that this champ if you just stack your ult is going to execute at some point you know true and that's that's just broken like you can get like 2k gold lead just from afking farming that's what i did in, in vitality because they had leona so i was like i can't kill them both so just go rakan for team fights because that's you had vi ari yeah that's like, yeah. cracked on rakan and I'm like, I'm just going to farm. And at some point, I would just ask someone and get my cash out and it's GG. And do like 1k damage. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. it's actually broken. Damn. I've never, because I, I knew, like, I obviously know how strong Draven can be and how quickly he can accelerate games. But I really like that pressure point. It kind of reminds me of, like, when Renekton Elise or Renekton Italy was really popular. And kind of, like, the threat of that dive felt so guaranteed when you stacked a wave that people had to respond to it. But it's but like, then, Draven just does that by himself. You don't need a combo. You don't need shit. And you don't just Draven generates all yeah. that pressure. But if, if you're good at it, obviously you need to be that level of player. But that's, I don't think it's hard. You just need to catch your axes. Just catch your axes. Just catch your forehead. Should bro. we play bot? You just yeah, catch yeah, the axes. Yeah, I'll just catch the axes, bro. That's right. Bot, yeah, that, 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 that's right. Yeah, just be that's true. It's, I, what I've learned is you just have to press your B button. Yeah. Uh, you press your B button. <laughs> you just have to worry about waves and yeah. catch your axes, and yeah. I can be an LEC level. <laughs> what do we do about our wards? Where do we what place we, them? We just place them oh, somewhere. Actually, that's a big Don't topic. Don't ask him. I have no clue. But I think playing in Smiring, that's the the thing I learned the most. That wards are actually broken in game. Marang's taught you how to ward. Yeah, like, like. Good junglers will always abuse wards, I feel like. Yeah. Like, if you track enemy wards, you can do so much in the game. Yeah. The beauty I've learned is, like, when I started coming to LEC as jungler, it's like fake warding. Yep. It's yeah. It's like, you know, you hover in a bush and come out, and then they're like, yeah, it's warded there. But it's actually not. <laughs> actually, I have, a, I, mean, I have a fun story about this in Ooh, screams. okay. I, mean, I don't know which team it was, but they had a ward in the bush, and yeah. I say, I'm fake warding. Then I know I fake ward, and I just get gay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, flipping Yeah, so you thought they were just flipping a gank on you because you thought that they thought it was watered because you fake watered, but it was actually watered in the bush. So it's like, a, it's just mind game, isn't it? Yeah, I, mean, I think lane is just uh, don't use their brain enough for warts. I think they're like, I'll just place my wart in a random place somewhere. Bro, they, have to, they have to last hit, you don't understand. They it's don't like 60% of your brain capacity yeah. goes to last hitting. And then they get ganked and then it's like, jungle diff, you know, what could I do? <laughs> Nothing. You're such a jungler, Mark. I just want to say that. <laughs> You're such a jungler. Lane, lane is just annoying me sometimes. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I was in the same boat back in the days. Just like, just ward better, you, you idiot. Like, yeah. you can't dive these ganks. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every time any jungler gets a good gank, you're like, it's a bad gank. It just only works because you're bad. Just lane Every it, time yeah. you get a good gank, it's like jungle diff. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> classic. I think that's literally every role, though. Yeah. Every role? Every role just has some copium ass angle of like why they're always right and why everyone else is always wrong. It just sucks for junglers because... They're always wrong. 90% of other laners' reasons as to why they messed up is they're wrong. If you play bot, maybe it's your support's jungle fault, your diff. AD's jungle fault. Diff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Jungle, jungle diff, jungle diff, jungle diff. But uh, yeah, I think the one thing that makes me think of jungle diff is like the, the G2 series, not to bring us too far back, but like just seeing Caps gank bot level 2 and level 3 when you're playing like Caitlyn lanes, it's like... Mid diff, that's mid diff. That's yeah, that not Jace, fair. That Jason arrives looks not fun. <laughs> so yeah, that, looks, that looks a bit scary. Um, Mad Lions, your first series coming up. I also have some thoughts on Koi, if you can make it that far. But Mad Lions, how do you guys how do you guys feel about this matchup? Obviously, uh, you guys haven't had the chance to be in the best of quite yet. But um, uh, I mean, for me, I think Niski and uh, Ayoya have been really smurfing it this season. I think they've yep. gone a little bit under the radar. But I think they've been like quietly one of the best 2v2s in the league. Mm. So I think you need to shut that down a little bit. You can't just let them run over you on the entire map because I think they've all done just snowball the game. But for me, they've been a very standard team as well. I think they just picked mostly team fighting and scaling. So I think it will come down mostly to team fights. Yeah, I agree. I mean, um, 
I didn't think Nitsky was that good, actually. I mean, I, I didn't believe he was that good, you know? Yeah, Not yeah, that yeah. he was bad, but after screaming against him and, like, playing competitive, this guy is very, very good about playing with tempo and stuff, you know, like, just being... Uh, and also, I think, being a leader <laughs> in game. When I when I listen to their comps, yeah. I think he's very, very good. I think Yoya, I've always been considered the best jungler probably in the league. I don't know if he's yeah. still, but... He's always been top. Like, I mean, it depends on, like, Maorang has obviously found more success, so. but... You would say so. But so. Yeah, he's always, he's always been considered league, good. Yeah. I think Chasey is doing fantastic. He yeah. was uh, coming in a, as a rookie. I think he, in ERL, he was not doing so well. Maybe it was Team Gap, I don't know, but now mm. he's doing good in uh, in LEC and their bot lane, Karzi and Ilisang, they are just... How do you feel about the two? Is it the psycho I, word that we're going to use here? I mean, I don't know. It's like so different from scrims to official. Like they are not the same bot lane. I so they're like, like monster inting, like perma trading, and then they go on stage, and it's yeah. I mean, not, not to flame them because uh, I mean, uh, I, I like them uh, a lot, but it's just that they are not the same person. You know, like I don't know how you can be that different between scrims and official. Yeah. Like but Dr. I think they are, they are good. Hyde. If they are here, like they deserve it, yeah. right? So I'm excited to play a uh, two lane against them. Hmm. They're testing limits. Yeah, I mean, yeah. especially but when we say testing, they are definitely. Kalsang's like, been looking for those limits lab. for years. He still has not found them, dude. He's, like, he's, yeah. he's trying like to find the limit. <laughs> ten years, ten years find time, he'll find the formula. He's, it's like a needle in a haystack. This limit that he's been searching for, uh, and also like you know, um, in their coaching staff there is uh, Zef. I don't know if you know him, but he, he was is their assistant coach now, and he was my head coach in LDSC. So, oh. kind of, and he, he said, I think he said in the French broadcast after their win against. Uh, Astralis? Astralis, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. He said that he knew me and Dos very well and that we were very predictable. Oh, so well, it's time to show how much you've changed. Yeah. You've got. He doesn't know that you've learned about tempo yeah. and pressing the B button. No, no, so good holy, coach, oh, yeah. you got him. <laughs> I would say now I have a good coach. No, not, not too no, sure. Good coach, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'm excited to play this series. I mean, it, it doesn't look good for him when you say your biggest lessons this season are tempo and pressing the B button and he was not able to instill that. <laughs> nah. in I know you're not blaming. I'm just kidding. Um, Plus, you have a new coach now who's taught you all about how to play bot lane better. So yeah, he's be I mean, the, it was kind of alone. Not alone. We had two coaches, but it was different. Like now, there is like Swifer for top side. I feel like yeah, and yeah. there is David for the owner yeah. for our bot side. Mm -hmm. So we have like a coach for all sales kind of in bot. So it's it's good. Actually, I think I think I just have Swifer for myself, and we just talk about jungle puffing after every <laughs> every scrim game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and then I think owner is doing most of like the laner yeah. laner stuff. Yeah, I was mind blown so with jungle passing. You were mind blown? Yeah, like you can do Marco uh, raptors into wolves, into Wait, you can grow. get level three with <laughs> yeah. it was, it was, it was, It was like three days ago. <laughs> three like, days ago. <laughs> we're watching a review and am I top lane irrelevant? I'm going to go to Joel. It's like he's reviewing the game and it was when, uh, when Bo did three camps, went top, then based, and he went top again. And at that point in the meta, he realized, he asked me, Wait, do junglers just not have to farm anymore? What's going on? It was completely mind blown. We've been a full season in, and this is the moment he realized <laughs> the junglers can do three camps and run yeah, all the map for five minutes. <laughs> it made me realize that maybe laners are not completely aware of what like junglers are doing. So did you sit down and be like, look, this is Grump, this is Blue, this is Wolves, level three? <laughs> no, he was oh, like interviewing me. He's like, so he did three camps here. Does he have to go bot now? And I say, no, he can just go top again. And he's. <sighs> So he doesn't have to fart? No, no, Joel, he doesn't have to fart. <laughs> I, mean, I think it's so insane what you can do with uh, your camps. You can do yeah. three camps, so then you can play, they both respawns level two on each side, so then you can play either for top or for bot, and I was like, oh, that's so cool. Yeah. But this is the thing I think is that every time you interview, it was what we should start doing is interviewing pros about roles that are not their roles. 
Because if I were to interview you, you'd be like, yeah, it's jungle. You just do what you do. You know <laughs> you what I mean? To you, camps. it's not special or interesting because yeah. you do this shit every day. But you just learned about it. So you're like, this is the craziest shit I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. That's why I play jungle in Soul queue. Like I just queue AD jungle and I just play Maokai and Sejuani every game. And I just that sounds fun. And I, and I go to blue item and I'm like, oh my god, I'm running so fast in the bush. It's so fun. <laughs> you queue up AD and just pick Draven and be like, look at my exes, I can catch them. You're like, wait, wait. I, I, I play top lane. I play Jay's top lane. And I do every oh game. Oh my god, I, I've been through that as well. That phase of just seeing ranged top laners get like a 10 CS lead and looking like Chads and hitting your tower, and it's like, I'm gonna do the same. And you die 10 times every gank, and you're like, I still look cool. <laughs> I've got that sweet J skin. Yeah. I can jump in. The, I can push six buttons really close to each other and pretend like I've got mechanics. Jace top was my off role as well as a jungler. Yeah. I think it's some so jungle, like I think self made likes to play like things like Akali. Every jungler has like a psycho champ. They just play in an off role. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a bunch of a, a bit of a hypocrite when I play top lane though, because if I do get ganked and my jungler's not there, it is a jungle diff. <laughs> it's nothing I can do. We won't tell Joel. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> just don't tell him. Just don't let him. Oh my out. god. Love it, love All it, right. love it, love it. Mad Lions, uh, I want to skip ahead. Now, ultimately, I think this could be a very close series, and I think Niski and Yoya are a terrifying kind of threat, and I think it's cool that you guys highlight them as such. I think they're they're looking pretty scary. Um, and outside of the the G2 series, where draft was a, a little bit of a draft diffy, definitely gave away the Draven, mid-game fell apart. They are still looking like a pretty terrifying team. But looking ahead to Koi, there was this fun tweet, Chain, love Twitter. Coach Mephisto of Vitality. It's so easy to read Maorang in early game. If you win trades mid lane, he'll gank you. Lose trades, he'll gank you. The tweet goes on. TLDR, Maorang ganks you. Uh, our friend Nuke Duck, now coach of 100 Thieves, former teammate of yours, said, did you expose him yet, Markun Law? And you said, soon he'll be figured out. <laughs> is Maorang there a background here? Uh, Have you figured out Maorang? It's a what bit is of the... an inside joke because in XL, when Maorang was like first coming onto the scene, right, he was destroying everyone, playing yeah. like full ganking junglers in a farming meta. And I, I couldn't really handle it. My brain was exploding a bit. So I was coping and I was telling my laners, don't worry, he'll be figured out soon. Soon he'll be figured out. But you were not. The entire league was coping. We yeah, were, coping. We were all yeah. coping. Every episode of Euphoria, we're like, but next week, the wars. someone's yeah, going to get someone's him. Someone's going to ward. <laughs> You're going to kill him level three. But yeah, no. And then, yeah, he's been doing it for one year now and now again. So yeah, soon he'll be figured out. I'll soon. never forget one pathing Maorang did. He was playing Hecarim. He got invaded on blue side on his red, late invaded. He lost his bot side. He ran to Wolves, did Wolves blue grump, and then ran back down and ganked bot through lane and got a double kill. This was when I, I saw this. Allowed. I was like, right, yeah. "What? Like, it's a split map almost, and he doesn't even go to top side. Yeah, he just runs th back through his own jungle, <laughs> and it worked. And I'm like, <laughs> I still remember. I don't remember who they were playing against, but they got it was LeBlanc, Ezreal, the enemy team. And you said you can never play Jarvan here. It is the most unplayable thing oh, I I've that. ever seen. You picked Jarvan <laughs> into LeBlanc, Ezreal, Rakan. Yeah, you're, yeah. Like, you're like, this has to be the worst pick ever. There's no way this will work. And then we had to spend the entire cast with you being like, well, I guess it works. <laughs> Can you imagine playing Jarvan into LeBlanc, no, Ezreal, no. Rakan? And he still yeah. makes it work. Marwing blows my mind a little, yeah. But, I mean, if you guys do make it that far, have you figured him out yet? Are you ready? I, I figured him out now. Just, I tell my laners to not die to ganks and then we'll win. Uh, Look no, at this wisdom. I'm, I'm very back. curious. Don't like, die the gank. I don't know if it's him calling in the ganks or if it's the laners calling him. You know, no, I, I, I always wanted him. to know because how does he how does he I, see I, it? You I know? think Balrang is the best jungler at like tracking vision, and I think yeah. he's the best at dodging the vision. Yeah. So that's why every laner can't handle him. They just like he dodges his vision. He learned it from Canyon. 
And I also Maybe. he has. Ooh, the, I like that. He was, good, he good was narrative. Academy, no? Good narrative. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's good. We'll, we'll steal that. Because yeah, Canyon yeah, yeah. is so good at playing in, in especially yeah. the Kane game. I, when I was watching, oh, the Kane I game was, versus Genji. I, I was mind blown by the it. Kane game. Was sick. I was like, is he hacking? Canyon is. Yeah, I think one of Canyon's biggest strengths is like his like uh, he knows where Vision is really well, and yeah. you'll see him like not only just in the early game find ganks that aren't really possible in a mal rank sense, but also in like the mid to late game he'll like flank you on the most random champions. I remember there was a game against T1 where he like on blue side stood in the Raptors entrance bush on red side and he waited there for like a minute and then like EQ three people out of nowhere. Oh yeah, the Jarvan. On Jarvan, yeah. yeah. And on the Sejuani, he flanked already the split. He ran through all the jungle. He's done it on Kane. Like he does it in the early game, but in the mid to late game, he'll do the same thing. And I think Malrank tries it. I remember at Worlds when he was playing Lee Sin. He was, yeah. And even in that series, I think it was against Fnatic. He had like this insane Lee Sin kick on Humanoid's Corky mm -hmm. from top side of Nash. He finds also these crazy angles. So I think yeah. it's probably attributed to being behind Canyon for over a year. I mean, it's also special in his builds and runes as well. This guy. <laughs> Conqueror said you want I mean, If you yeah. notice, like, he cannot build meta. It's impossible. Yeah, I don't know why. Like, just maybe he has... It has to be different. Yeah, he's got that... He's like power of evil, but for Korean junglers. What do we, he what just do, has to build weird stuff. What do you think of the Conqueror said you want I, I was thinking it's a misclick or something. I was really unsure. And he solo like feast or something. The, the Lillian, bro. It I must was be really right. confused. It was against uh, Nautilus, Lilia, Olaf. It's like, yeah. I guess against tanks, like Nidley Conqueror against I, tanks. I would, I would go like face rush against yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, that seems <laughs> but, like it would make uh, more sense. He just wants some damage and then he pops off. So must be good, right? He had uh, Conqueror. Yeah. Cheap shot. Last stand. <laughs> last stand. I mean, yeah, it makes sense. Bonus damage from last stand. Sure, That's, that sure, game's 68 not? bonus damage. He saw Ignar take 68. fervor of battle on Leona in like 2017 or whatever, and his entire life has just been waiting for his uh, moment that, to take fervor Yeah, he locks his little list in. He goes Umbral Glaive into like yeah. tank mythic. Oh. Into, uh, into uh, what was it? Chem tank, I think yeah, he did. Tank, yeah. <laughs> At Worlds against JDG, he played two Lee games. Electrocute chem tank. Yeah, yeah, has to go electrocute as well. Because <laughs> He's such a legend. Oh, he, I, I, I'll never understand it, but it works. Yeah. All right. So shout out to Malrang, shout obviously. Mal like, incredible. I'm really glad that you highlighted like playing around Vision because I think that it's so easy to get caught up in the meme of Malrang and just the gank, gank, gank that people will yeah. forget that he's actually like very good at things and I mean, he's good yeah. at what he does. That's what I realized at some point as well. I mean, I was coping for like a full split, right? Yeah. And then at some point, he just broke me. I had to accept that what this yeah. guy was doing was good. Yeah. I actually like tried to learn a little bit from him. You know, like maybe maybe my camps are not that yeah. important. You yeah. can like, also gank a bit more. <laughs> the, the last thing I'll say about Malrang is there was a clip in Champions Q last week where. Um, I don't know which top laner it was, but he was like, where are you playing for, Mao? And he's like, I'm, I'm going bot side. And then he was like, yeah, but I need to fight top. He's like, okay. He's like, will you come top and help me? He goes, no, you fight alone. <laughs> <laughs> that was such an epic clip. That's just Mao in a nutshell. Like, yeah. Also about Koi, I think their bot lane stepped up a lot. Oh, That's yeah. true. They came back to their normal level. When they played against us in BO1, I felt like, I, I don't know, it was not them, kind of. Like, I didn't, I didn't expect to 2v2 kill Koi bot lane. Yeah, and I think it was yeah. more. They were kind of their, their regular season was rough. Yeah, it was more them underperforming than us playing good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it felt good, but I think I was like a lot overhyped, especially like th this week was just weird. Like, I feel like enemy teams were just not playing good, and we went three zero, but we were not like smurfing on them. Felt like we were, they were just in the second week. Yeah, I also think we had like really good drafts that week. Yeah, we were first on the Elise, got two. Elise games, really yeah. good meta. Yeah, you, I remember that game. Yeah, you had the yeah. Lucian Nami, didn't you, against the... Uh, Lucian Yumi into Ezreal Nami. Nami. That was yeah. it, yeah. I think it was just weird and I'm happy that... Oh, yeah, the Ezreal Nami was, was you rough. Know? Yeah, but then against uh, when you played against... The it, it was Ash, like Ezreal, oh, they were drafting some weird stuff. It was against the Heimerdinger lane. 
I don't remember. Maybe it was not good. Bit. It did not do anything. It was against Vitality, I think. Oh, no, it was before it was Ash BDS. was like objectively, clearly number one in meta. Yeah. She was, but people weren't using her. Your, your guys' series against Koi, um, Silas. Thoughts? Sadness. That series was sadness. <sighs> the Silas. For context, they enemy teams, Larson played Silas and Marcoon may have played the sad mummy. Who was yeah, sad there were some uh, questionable yeah. draft decisions as well, but mm. also some in-game decisions that were yeah. questionable. Yeah. I think we could win those games we were just boosted on the stream. <laughs> like, uh, they... I think we had the same problem we had against Heretics and Vitality Game 1. Our early yeah. games are just not good enough. Yeah. They punished it. I mean, Malwaring punishes that really well, right? <laughs> so. yeah. I think I, I played bad the Kaelin game, my first waves, and then I, I ward bad, and then I just die, you know? Yeah. I just yeah. get punished, and then we review, and I'm like, oh, I'm just... Just need to ward better. I'm, you know, I actually after the series, I was like, we can't win, we can't do anything. And then we review and I'm like, we are so boosted. Yeah. There is so much room for improvement, you know? I was actually mind blown. That's a good thing though. I mean, I had to take, I mean, you can't, re like, those series, you can't review them with players right after because there is like the ego, yeah. I feel like, barrier, you know? Well, I reviewed it with, with Super. I mean, for me, <laughs> for me, it's hard. Like, I you need, just like, seem so like, emotionally, like, I don't know, you're, nothing actually, faces I've you. Been, I've been really vibing this split, like, I don't know what's going on, but I'm feeling very little pressure. I'm just kind of chilling along, chugging along. Yeah. But yeah. I need my time off, you know, I need to like, take a break and then I can review, but yeah. right after I'm very emotional and I don't want to talk about the games. But yeah. I think that that's fine. Like, to, in my opinion, because I think a lot of people expect everybody to be like, there's a certain amount of who you are as a human being yeah. that is like, you don't need to worry about changing. As long as you communicate to other people, hey, I need 20 minutes, fine. Yeah, I think yeah it's everyone's fine. different. Because I, I think that, yeah, like yeah. when we first started in esports early on, I think people like read a lot of coaching books and came in and be like, you have to be like this. Yeah. With like no the flexibility. Here's the sun suit. Oh my God. No, they come from basketball or football. <laughs> or yeah, like yeah, yeah, physical yeah. sports, you know? Physical sports. Yeah. And they're like, you know what? This is like, you, and then you, they, you know, you have to realize like, this is, you guys did not grow up being coached every minute of your life. This is not the same structure. And also like, Different people take things differently. Sometimes you just vibe and sometimes you need 20 minutes and that's fine. You yeah. know those exercises that we did like when we say something we like about our teammates yeah. and we don't like? I think every time there was um, like a small problem in the team, we would yeah. communicate it. You know, like there was uh, this debrief. I was very tilted and I didn't want to talk. And then uh, Mitch came and asked me like how I behave like after games or something. What do I need? Yeah. And yeah. then I just say it and then he knows. Yep. And for example, Joel... We know uh, his limits as well. We know like each other limits kind of with everything. Yep. And so we, when we, when we go past it once, yeah. we don't do it twice. And I think that's very good because we all know how to behave with each other. Like yeah, limits. Like banter and stuff. Like oh. yeah, 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 banter, yeah, yeah. you when know? You, cross a line. you can push the limits a bit and then you cross yeah. the line once. And, then, and yeah. I like that we like communicate about it. Yeah, before it explodes especially like when you have like a level head and you communicate yep. hey this is what i need this is what's probably going to happen and i'm going to be in this state most likely or this is when it's going to push me over the edge just so you know you know yep. and then once it's said it's said and done and you don't have to go through like the hey i want to talk to you after this game and you're like oh, i'm a bit pissed off right now yeah they already know just yeah. give you some space but that's why everyone liking each other right it's really in my mind op in esports because everyone likes each other talking about this kind of stuff is so much easier yep. emotions man yeah yeah, it's hard. And you really like, there's a lot of groundwork that needs to come in. We talked about it a little bit on the last episode. And I think we talked about it previously when we had Swiffer on too. It's just, if, if you don't talk about it, it'll happen naturally, which is, Kaboom. Uh, it's a flip. It's always going to be a flip. I mean, it could be good. It could just naturally, you could just naturally vibe with people. You could be compatible in terms of how you want to receive feedback or how you want to talk about things or yeah. how much banter you think is acceptable. Yeah. But Something... if you don't explicitly say it, people just don't know. Yeah, so. looking back, I think that I've had a lot of like... Uh 
fights with people yeah. in players especially you know just like exploding after a moment or like something goes wrong in the game there's a quick pause and a bit of an argument have you had any like not to name names or stories but have you been I through mean, those i was like that a bit more in excel last year yeah yeah I, I felt that problems were being fixed like fast enough or like efficiently enough yeah so it was just like building up building up building up and then i would Ooh. like explode a bit you know yeah complain for let like, it out yeah let it out vent a bit and then you know reset and then we'll do the same thing again <laughs> yeah 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 I get that. yeah that's the classic that's the one but yeah. that can make and break a team like sometimes I mean, yeah. you calm down and everything's fine again or there's f there's damage yeah. you know and there's there's battle scars yeah. and it's like trust is gone yeah but it's funny because usually it's like small problems that are like actually if you talk about it, it's easily fixable yeah. Yeah. but if you don't talk about it and don't fix them they can really like build up and add up yeah, yeah. so at the start of this year when we were talking about your team, we were looking at your team as more of a long-term project. More like, hey, let's see where they end up. Maybe we were thinking top eight. You know, yeah. we, were, we had the same expectations as Exekick, not as you, Markun. But now you guys are top four, first season. So Crazy. how does that affect looking forward now? Just forgetting this weekend for a quick second. When we look ahead towards spring split, when we look ahead towards end of the year, when we look ahead towards Worlds or MSI, like where now where do you feel like the goalpost is for SK? For me, nothing has changed. I mean, I thought after bootcamp, like first two weeks of bootcamp, I thought we could win the split. Now it's still the same for me. I like Yeah, same. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I mean, actually, I hate having expectations on me, especially my, you know, I have, to, I had the good stats, blah, 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 uh, seeing as a good AD. Okay, and but I who, actually prefer okay, but how do you know you had good stats? Is it because we said you had good stats or is it because you looked up no, your because, own stats? like... Mm. on twitter i was <laughs> on twitter a lot of people were praising me after the games yeah and you know it feels nice but it had it a lot of pressure on myself yeah. that i already put by myself you know like yeah, yeah. i'm very uh how do you perf self-critical uh, perfect uh, perfectionist, perfectionist. Yeah. perfectionist yeah. yeah in everything i do yeah i always want to do better so i'm kind of never satisfied kind of yeah Dangerous. So it's hard for me to have uh, this pressure on me because if I lose, then I will feel very bad. Yeah. You know, when we lost to Astralis, I was actually crying after the game because I was so mm. tilted at myself that we lost this game when we were stomping that hard in bot. I don't, I don't like having expectations. It's nice, right? But I feel like, especially the enemy teams, they will try out more against us now as well. Yeah. I mm. think they were underestimating yeah. us a lot in games. But to, you know, it's, my example is like when you play against G2, you go 200% no matter what because you know they are gods. Yeah. And when you go against SK week two, you're like, oh, they are 1-2, they are completely yeah. inting. Yeah. And then you and give, now, and now you they give them out, a you know? lease and then they... Yeah, now they will try out and now people will have expectation on me <laughs> to play good and I have to meet those expectations so I will work hard, right? Yeah. yeah. But I would prefer to be just a random and just play my game and be happy about my game, you know? But I think, I think it's easier. Again, I like how open you are about this stuff, man, because I think a lot of people aren't doing it. And I think that this is one of the struggles of going from just playing well at home to playing on a big stage is there's always going to be fans and people who have expectations of you. But if you're aware that, like, that's something you struggle with, like, and I'm sure your manager and you have people who are more qualified on a psychological level to talk about this, like, get off social, bro. It's all good. Like, the people who love you love you because you are a player, not because you are interacting with them on social media. And if that's why they love you, because that's not what you're here for. You're not here to be Mr. Social Media Star, except for when sponsors are involved. Ha, 
Sorry. Retweet. Just, retweet. Okay, guys, can you, can you retweet this? <laughs> no, 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 no shame. Sponsors are yeah, important. Quotes, you know, like, please, not just retweet. Quote, yeah, e- retweet. Esports is a business, yeah. and these are these things that are important, and like interacting with your fans is important when you have the space. But I guarantee you, every single SK fan, every single person who wants to see you succeed, if they knew that like you interacting with Twitter took even 2% out of your gameplay, they'd be like, oh, bro, just forget it. Yeah. Just go back. Just like I mean, focus on your thing. It's kind of random, like out of context, what I'm going to say, but I like that. Uh, there is new fans for SK. I feel like this this yeah. split, and I think it's kind of reward reward us for just being real, you know, kind of. Yeah. Mm. But like at least for myself, I'm just the same as in the office, kind of on stage. Yeah, and I think this is just nice that people recognize it. So yeah, just random thought, but yeah, no, yeah, I like it. I heard the SK fan. Well, there was a lot of SK chants in like the. In the, in the Vitality series, was it? Yeah, like, it's was all, like, the, all the Fanatic fans. Yeah, it's all the yeah. Fanatic fans. <laughs> all the Fanatic fans, that's what they said. All the oh, Fanatic yeah, fans are now coming because, because they were really loud Vitality fans, so the Fanatic fans were like, oh, we're fighting back. <laughs> yeah, it was good. A nice yeah. little cheer. Could you hear them? Was there like the yeah. stage? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, the crowd was really amazing mm. last week. It was so loud. When we lock Zeri and we get the uh, boot, kind of. Whoa, you got the boot for Zeri. Yeah. I mean, I understand the champs are so annoying, but... We have no choice. You know? yeah. <laughs> they are you're, broken. You're jailed to the open. And we secure me and we get uh, flamed. This is broken, man. <laughs> yeah, but now it's not. God bless. Yeah. I mean, I love those metas with melees as well. I think it's harder to play than range, actually. I think ranged lanes are... Once you have the, adv- the advantage, it's GG. I think it's a bit different. I think melee is more about how you play on the map in early game. Yeah. Because you can like just put your Leona like top lane. Who cares? <laughs> but then, like these range support matchups, like it's, I feel like it's all about like bot lane. It's just all about bot lane. It's all about yeah. what level one position, yeah. how you manage when, your waves. When the meta shifts and you're just left alone to farm under your tower for I was doing that three months. Yes. Yeah, I was like, oh, we'll see, we'll see how you feel yeah. about it then. Uh, Europe historically has struggled with range supports a True. lot of the time. A lot of the international success of like the 2019, 2018 days, it was very like melee supports yeah. focused. Uh, things like Lulu, Karma, especially. EU teams would either mess up the waves, not get a big enough advantage and go even against like Chinese or, or Korean teams playing melee supports and they wouldn't punish or they would just get ganked and die to random stuff yeah. or f- level one and get Like marrying gank against us, you yeah, know, when I'm playing Kate Lux. Yeah. Or like playing yeah. a lane into like Nautilus and getting hooked level one and losing the trade and getting pushed in, like things like, like this. against Heretics? Yeah, maybe. Mm, maybe. So yeah, yeah, European teams in general have just struggled with it all, all over. Even like... It's high stakes. I think the only, I think most supports we sent to Worlds and succeeded, like Hilly was never really a ranged support player. No, anyway. I mean, Hilly, you would never, I mean, don't get me wrong, he's had some great, some great zillion games. He was around for, God, stupid Karen, you mean, whatever you want to say. But ultimately, the best versions of Hillisang we've ever seen Bike. and the best versions of Mickey are on Engage Champions. Yeah, I think the 2020 Worlds, Reckless uh, Hilly was probably one of the best bots we've sent to an international next to Perks Mickey. And that meta was Leona Braum set Rakan. Yeah. And uh, a little bit of Thresh, which I think is also an EU classic. Yeah, Thresh, yeah. My support is kind of good on Thresh. I think Thresh is a trash champion, but mm. good if you... Yeah, I mean, right now it's... I mean, maybe, you don't know. Maybe it's good. Ooh, maybe it's good. <laughs> maybe. Maybe we're going to look it. If you <laughs> play... When there's an 80 so OP, Aphelios, that you can give him an extra flash. And that's like literally it. I think this I mean, champion is good. As well, so. I love... Don't get me wrong. I love Thresh. I think he has one of the yeah. coolest kits in the game. But it's like, he... Doesn't do what a range support does, and he doesn't do what a melee support does. So if for some reason you need kind of mediocre both of those things, yeah, like great. I mean, go play EU Thresh against uh, LPL Kama or Lulu, and you, <laughs> you can't, can't play after wave three. <laughs> you can't play impossible. I missed the Kaisa Zaya, Yasuo Greg. We memed it. We memed Kaisa Zaya at the time. We we're like, wow, can't wait for another AD. Yeah, and now and it's Zeri Lucian. Yeah, yeah. 
But oh. I feel like it's been like that for so long. I feel like in the past when something was like really OP, right, we just completely hammer it down. Yeah. But now, like let's say Mauka, for example, right, completely OP, <laughs> and then they nerf it like in such a small way that it doesn't even matter. Like similar to like the Lucian yeah. based yeah. on the nerfs. Yeah, yeah like, it they doesn't matter. But, yeah. Bro, I feel for the balance team. Like, how do you how do you nerf? How do you take Maokai out of pro and not also make him unplayable but for Johnny Bronzy, who has yeah, no idea? It's actually make him unplayable for Johnny Bronzy. Like, who cares about that? <laughs> does not matter for Johnny Bronzy because that guy's already f***ing up everything that he's doing. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter. Like, just make the pro play at least playable, you know? Like, they don't care. Believe it or not, I think you might be a little biased in this area. Uh, uh, Believe it or not. No, don't worry about it. You just, you just hate <laughs> my game. game so hard anyway, the numbers don't matter. Yeah, like, <laughs> but that's literally it, no? Actually, I was mind blown when I was playing Maokai Jungle, the damage on the queue, on the camps. They change it's, it. Yeah, it's they crazy. Massive I was like, wow, percent HP. 400 damage. Yeah, yeah but like, just nerf it properly. <laughs> like, stop with this, like, ah, 20 damage, 20 damage. Yeah, no, just they're nerf fig- it. They're figuring it. I think they're pretty, like, they're pretty good at the incremental nerfs from a holistic perspective, but I think it's hard. Like, I don't know enough to, like, speak confidently I mean, the map that has been very balanced, I feel like you can actually play a lot if you want. Yeah. But I, I pref just, like, put the hammer, da- like, the hammer down, get the champion out of the meta. So you're, you're, a, you're a quick fix kind of guy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I also came to the office, think, boot up the PC, put yeah. the numbers in, and go home. Thirty point three. Okay, Maokai is gone. Like whatever yeah. they did to Yumi, they should do that Bro. to Maokai. You know that kind but of. But I think the struggle is right. Like by the time, and Freak has great again. Freak great videos on YouTube to talk about this kind of stuff. He's very open about it, which I think is sick. Um, but it's like by the time uh, they're ready for thirteen point four, no one in Pro has played on thirteen point three yet. Mm. Like we're just now getting LPL, I think today, which is this is the Wednesday when we're recording this on thirteen point three. You had LCK challengers, a little bit of LCK on thirteen point three. Like, so they don't even know yeah. what the pro play implications of thirteen point yeah. three are because no one's on the freaking patch yet. And then thirteen four is going to come out, and then they're going to then they're going to have to. It's like I, it's I, a hard job. Yeah, it's a hard job. That's all I'll say. It's like don't get me wrong. I think you should always I voice think, your opinion and be like critical yeah. if you think something's imbalanced. But like that job sounds the, the job yeah. is just there's no win. It's yeah. you can yeah. It, well, it's it's. I think you can, there are going to be wins. There are going to be good moments, but also just like you, it's really hard to make everybody exactly. happy. You can't it's a it never really ending job. Yeah. You just remove Halo Blade support. Bro, Halo Blade I think with the angle. Oh, Ash is so annoying. Halo Blade is That there is sick. no, Don't there is no counter. I love, uh, for context, I love Pike. I, yeah, I, was it Pike, you who played, Pike, ba- you who played Bard's Halo Blades? Yeah, that was sick too. That was uh, objectively bad. But there was a small period of time against like melee supports where it was like sick. I swear I've seen it in pro players. And as I well. only say that with confidence because I may I asked a bunch of pro players because I was like, I need to tell people that Halo Blades is good. Can you tell me when it's good? It's like only into Tom Kench. And I was like, <laughs> Yes. I can justify it to my friends I now when I lock it into my pleb games. It doesn't feel right when there is a Kalista and Ash on support. No, me. I agree. And I think there are planned nerfs for that. Like I, I won't I don't know the numbers or what it the is. Because you nerfs. actually can't you can't trade back, you know? Into Kalista lane. Yeah, you just lose. I think they're nerfing this sickle. Nerfing the sickle income, I think. I don't know how they're nerfing it, actually. Maybe it's just damage. I don't know. Anyway, also, we'll quick, find out. As we're on patch, jungle experience. I've seen a lot of people complain about, like, jungle getting ahead, but being the same level. Have you felt that? Yeah. I what mean, do I, I don't care about it as too much as the people complaining. Like, for me, it's a bit weird, like, that you get ahead. But how I see it is... If you're ahead, you're ahead in gold, not in XP. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you would be ahead in gold and XP, like the game would just be unplayable, right? Yeah. Which mm-hmm. is kind of what people want. Like people want if you're ahead early that you just win the game instantly, which I don't mind as much as like you're a little bit more similar yeah, in XP. You... Although the XP in jungle is very weird right now. It's I think the catch-up XP or something. I don't yeah. know exactly how it works, but it's just it's 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 a bit messed up. 
Yeah. You can be like level four at minute seven, and then you take like one full clear, and now you're level six, same level as enemy jungler that's just been farming. Yeah, because you've just been sitting there ganking everyone. Yeah, and then yeah, catch up XP, I think, is a bit of a problem. Mm. All right. I don't know the numbers, so I won't talk about that too much. Uh, wrapping up here, as we kind of hit a wide variety of topics <laughs> towards the end, this is the final bracket. You said Markoon. I almost called you Maorang. That would have been really bad. <laughs> Mark, there's two of you here. Yeah, two marks. Yeah, Mark with a K. Yeah, K. Mark nice. Mark with a K. Sick. Yeah, wasn't sure. Maybe his normal name Mark is like with a C. With a C. Maybe if one day we'll find a Mark with a C and a K. Mm. <gasps> Marsk. Marsk. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. Wow, long podcast. Um, are you winning? Are you making the? Are you running the bracket? No. <laughs> yes, you have to say yes. You, know, you, go, you, spark, you say yes, or you I say believe, no, and you send like all the expectations. You give us the sound bite for the videos. This yeah, is the part that, where yeah, you give us the sound bite. It's hard to say anything else, right? But yes, and I believe action. we can win. If wow. we play well, we uh, will yeah. win. I believe that we can win. I believe that we can win. I think win. we have yeah. what it takes, honestly. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Mm, I think the hardest would be obviously G2. Yeah. Because we have to meet them on each role and then as a team and then in draft and then not choke. Yeah. Because it's finals. But I think first I want to play Matt and see if we win. Yep. And then get my revenge against Koi and then meet my sensei, you know, in finals. Meet your sensei? Yeah. 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 I mean, if stats don't lie, you are 1-0 against G2. This True. Bit. You're 100% winner. Right? We, we cheesed. That's, yeah. what, that's what uh, Miggy said, I think. <laughs> no. uh, actually, if we take that out of contest, I think Miggy will be really mad at Was me. it the cheese because you're pathing? Yeah, was it like yeah, a level I 3 pathing so. bot side and then Yike just expecting oh, it's no, it's it's Elise wasn't in the meta yet and we just picked Elise and level 3 dove bot right which yeah. wasn't considered meta at the time yet I mean I don't know exactly if they said they cheesed because uh, I think uh, Broken Blade told me that uh, they did not say that but yeah yeah. I mean I really want to play against Mickey as well again in the finals Yeah, good old Mickey yeah, I, I, I don't want him to get like too cocky you know need to humble him a bit <laughs> Yeah, I mean I think it's like for both lanes it's kind of I'm trying to think who is better that is not in playoffs right now in bot lane I think Kobe and Jankun are missing, kind of. Yeah. They were very, very good. Yeah. Mm. And very nice as well. Jankun is the GOAT. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's kind of like a stair, I feel like, in level for bot lane. Like, yeah. it, the best bot lane is at, in the final. And then there is Koi with Comp doing yeah. pentakills. Just I noticed randomly. that, actually. I think the top four teams are the top four bot lanes, you know? Mm. Every team that's four mm. down. No, don't say that to Mark. Mm. I wonder why. It's, it's going to be so annoying. The, they're like the bot lanes... There, I mean, there are still good bot lanes like Crowny and yeah. uh, and such, and and like you said on Yongnun and Kobe. But like, I feel like the, the top four has the best bot lanes. I mean, it is a bot meta, right? Yeah, yeah. I think so Mad are probably the the team that we've seen rely more on mid jungle yeah. than other teams. Not that other teams haven't shown that they can, but Mad Lions, I think, in terms of overperformances, like you look at Mad Lions mid jungle more than most other teams. Mm. But not to discredit their bot lanes, I think you're right. When their bot lanes performing, they're really good. Um, so, in a theoretical world. <laughs> Where you lose to Mad Lions, who wins the split? Is it just G2 guaranteed? G2. So if you guys can't beat G2, nobody can beat G2. Yeah, yeah, we are the chosen ones. <laughs> you are the chosen ones. I think narrative. This split counts like in as a you are champion of Winter Split, right? It's not yep. like just a random yep. split. If you win this split, you go to I MSI. Mean, I want Hans to get a title. You're locked in MSI. I want him to get a title. Finally. Maybe spring though. Huh? But you want the title more, right? Yeah, but yeah. if I don't get it, Good. <laughs> I mean, I, even I would love him to get it over me, right? Because yeah. I think he deserves it for two years. Hence has never gotten the title. Yes. Ever. I'm with you. You're, you're so awesome, was so but good. I, just, I can see how your jungler gets tilted. You're like, yeah, I'd be happy with top eight. Yeah, I'd be happy if Hans got the title over me. Yeah. <laughs> this guy was so good like in Rogue, but he was always robbed, robbed the title, I feel like. Yeah, he yeah. was. Not to flame Kazi, but he, he was stomping Kazi so hard in, yep. uh, in every Kazi game. Kazi didn't deserve the wins? Oh my Whoa. god, you oh, the clickbait! 
Hey, I mean, you are playing against. No. I mean, you are playing against Carsey this weekend. No, but it's like got the spicy takes. I don't know. Well, I ever played Carsey actually. It's perfect. <laughs> Carsey didn't deserve two EU the, titles. Mad was playing the Wukong thing, like Perma <laughs> being behind and then winning a team fight. Oh I was my actually, goodness. no, I was actually Wait, as being fun, behind but... and winning a team fight. What? Yeah, that's so crazy. That's so crazy. Why does that sound crazy? Who would do that? Who would drive and win better team fighting picks? That's so crazy. No, it's like you're cringe. I don't know this guy. Hansama so good for so long never got a title not just a question so, yeah. <laughs> so I want him to win no, the title good. finally yeah. that was good if I don't win conversational maneuvering to ignore the rage bait good rage bait though I like that if Yakiru gets a title actually I would be happy for him as well Mark's just sitting right next to you it's been like this for a few months Better jungler wins the title, no, am I right? I, I know this guy for one year, you know, so if he plays in the MSI, I want to see him. I hope that if over the years me. to come, you hold on to this, like, very, what I think is a very wholesome attitude. It sounds very wholesome, yeah. and I like it. I mean, on the Rift, I want to storm them, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. And I have ego, but outside, I don't mind. Like, I think it's all, it's always the same with pros. Like, we flame each other in solo queue, we hate each other, but when we... We hate each other? No, but, like, if you hate someone, and you, like, just flame him, and you say, yeah, oh, yeah. You're, you're bad... <laughs> <laughs> and then you come you see him in real life and you're just like yeah you're just yeah, it's like old days 2014 2015 Maybe if you said you're uh, bad you what you would say in response is i'll beat the shit out of you at the next land <laughs> yeah and this happened oftentimes then you would meet at the land and, and you just walk past anything. each other <laughs> yeah now it's now so, it's more, so yeah, many I times guarantee you're safe here, <laughs> i, I, I yes. think in the day there was a lot of keyboard warriors back in the day yeah. and now i'm going to give it the positive spin and say that it's more about like people understand that there's a separation between the rift and real life no right just bans you easily you know <laughs> i think if i could type the way i could like you can at the start of the Did season you see the warnings of uh Seattle's on twitter, on like, twitter? <laughs> like you type you, you, you get warnings on nothing now no, on, right. the players haven't grown up nothing's no. changed <laughs> nothing's changed it's just you get banned easier so everyone's yes. just trying to mess no, literally, 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 literally. i think so yeah but uh, yeah, I think we are the chosen ones. And I think they said it. <laughs> they said it as well. I watched their Caps recaps. Recap. Yep. With Caps. BB cap. said, no, without. Without Caps this time. BB said, you're that he, so good. Sponsors are going to love you, bro. You even get the naming right. You're, you're great. I Keep mean, it going. Yeah, I mean, I just remember it, right? And I think BB said um, that we will come to finals. Ooh. Oh, Yike. No, Yike said it. And then BB said on the. PGL, I think it's like at the end of yeah. the day. Okay. Oh. Okay. So okay. I think okay. they okay. want to play against us, kind of, I guess. I don't know why. Uh, but I think revenge. So, yeah. They're still really right. mad but about yeah. that Elise game. Let's go. I want to... Prove them right. I want to prove myself against Hans as well. Because I think it's oh, yeah. the final test. Yeah. Wow. When upset is not... Is he your final boss? Like anime final boss? Yeah. And if I win with Draven against him, that would be... That's the grand game. Oh, we need Draven as well. We need a lower third anime final boss X-Kick versus Hansama. Yeah. And then, uh, but don't maybe get me wrong. I think he's like ten times better or one hundred times better than me. Like this is annoyingly stop, humble. Stop! Stop! Stop it! Stop. No, can't I think say so. If you actually play him, this is not the clip that we're gonna no, show. No, but people. under I, I would I would not have mercy on the rift. You know, call him shit and tell him you gotta stomp him. No, because yeah, Marcoon, that's what not do you true. Think about Yike? I actually think he's good. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> you need to talk trash. Yeah, but I'm not gonna do it. Yeah, like, did you see this, the Sven drama with the trash? You yeah, know, he but walks that's past, like proper. That's, he that's walks good. past Yon. You know what he said? He's like, "Go back to academy." <laughs> Didn't even shake his hand. Oh, oh yeah, bro. Whatever. <laughs> I, I think is, that there's this is what a I like. This flair. I, yeah, no, I, like I don't think he said go back to academy. So no, I, really? Yeah, someone in the Please don't like. Oh, actually, I would never do that. 
Someone in the comments said day. the lip read it and it was that. No, but maybe you, like, someone in the comments said they lip read it and we're going <laughs> on that. No, this those is like, I don't know no. the whole situation. If you like, shouldn't talk, I'm not trying to spread misinformation about Sven. No. I think but it, it was just distasteful banter, no? Like after they won a team fight, he's bantering. Yeah, it's a bit yeah. distasteful. Yeah, I agree. Although I did, was it your game? Maybe it was your game. No, all it was. All right, you're having a good time. Yeah, but we're done. Yeah. Wait, we're do done. you do, do you see the we're old chat up. when you spectate? Yes, I do. Yes. That's what I was going to mention. Because I think uh, in Vitality, Neon uh, was uh, bantering in, in the beginning. I when mean, I picked Draven, per perks and Neon love When I picked Draven, he said like, "Oh, finally, first Draven game again," and then he does 4K damage. You know, like yeah. But actually, bantering <laughs> with perks is a lot of fun as well. I mean, we, have, we there is like a, when you um, keep going, keep going. Uh, Go I think on the. <laughs> uh, Phil, put up the schedule. On the, on the client, I was like saying. Put up the schedule, Phil. Thank you. Oh, uh, see you on the wrist or something, and then he was like, "Yeah, I'm practicing Draven," and I'm like, oh, "Okay, sure, you can play it against me." And then you know there there is like this um, past or like this passive with him with Draven, and yeah. then I just pick it on stage, and then he says like, "Finally, first game Draven," and then I said yeah or something, and then we just stormed the game, so it was funny. Yeah. But I feel you know I feel so bad when we win against for enemy teams. When we won against Fnatic, I felt so bad for You're them. You're so empathetic, dude. This is unheard of. No, but then e I saw, I saw Rooks crazy. crying in backstage and I was feeling so bad because I don't want to be them. You don't want to be them. Like, you don't I don't, I don't want to yeah. be in their position. So yeah. I don't want to... That should fire you up and that's be like, a, I'm going to win more. Yeah, that's not... Good, good on you, dude. Like, you should care about how other people You're feel. So you shouldn't let it affect your... You're so wholesome. It's you should just, you, no, should just, but like, you should just carry the enemies. Every caster is going to be like... If you if you have a split where you suck, every cash is gonna be like, I really don't want to say this because he's a nice guy, but Exa Kick is struggling. They're gonna be like, oh, it's gonna <laughs> no, physically it's, it's hurt fair. them because you're too wholesome, dude. But I don't want to be in their in their shoes, you know. Like imagine Vitality, you have such high expectations mm. from the fans, yeah. and you, you just lose to SK. It's when you knock them no. out, you carry them with you to the championship. You know, like you carry rocks on your back in the back of your mind. You know, it's like you've gone through this yeah, tournament. Yeah, this is some anime shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's the most anime this thing is, I've ever this heard. This is the storyline we need. So just give them a quick you, vacation. That's I mean, especially when we I know they're nice. We got a graphic, the anime battle. I get rocks one on there. Then we get perks. And it's like, if they beat mad, we get cars. Yeah, in. it's the scene where like all the spirits of the people he's beaten. Yeah. Like, and then he gets speak, the spirit give bomb against Hans Summer. Now and stop then, it. <laughs> this is horrible. <laughs> This God, is, I should be a script. I writer. love esports. No, you shouldn't. That's yeah. the script of like ninety percent of the that animes that exist. <laughs> we need some you and AR, every AR other dude. Super Saiyan around him. Come on, good pitch. Anyway, guys, this was a fantastic episode. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Um, Thank this you. was a long one. Good luck on the Friday coming up. I'm excited. I Thanks. hope that you guys can meet your meet your goals. I just want to play in the studio, honestly. Yeah, like yeah. if I could play my solo cues in the studio, I would be so happy. Actually, I think <laughs> like it would so I think fun. you would ruin the studio for yeah. yourself, probably. Yeah, but it's I think so, it's special because so it's special. <laughs> I think you'd be you'd be just run in the same situation. You'd ruin your own routine, dude. But yeah, I like that you like it that much. Just uh, shaking with coffee on the stage. Important stage. to note: this is coming out on Thursday. It is not Saturday, Sunday, Monday this week. It is Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It is this, three it's best of fives. It, what is today? Wednesday. Today's Oh yeah, today's Wednesday. So, so tomorrow, tomorrow? starts. So uh, it comes out tomorrow. Tuesday. Wait, it's released tomorrow? Yeah. yeah. You guys are so fast. Yeah, shout out to Phil. Yeah. It's actually. Phil's our producer. Anyway, 1730, 1800. You can read it on the graphic at the back there, but schedule, normal, just Friday, Saturday, Sunday now. This is going to be massive. It's big. It's finals weekend. G2, Koi. There's this huge gauntlet. <laughs> SK versus Mad Lions. Can they make the run? to the top. We'll find out this week. This has been the final episode of this season of Winter Season. We'll be back though. It's a week break. Then we come back for the start spring. of spring. Excel and Fanatic will be back. I know you've missed them. We'll find out if we feel the same way, depending on what happens in this off-season. Off-season rumors in a week's time. Transition Joy. turnaround. Oh! Anyway, this has been uh, yeah Episode 7. Thanks so much for watching and we'll see you guys this weekend for the show and then we'll be back for start of spring. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.